Welcome to another podcast from the Burlington Congregation of the Church of God International. You can find out more about CGI Burlington on our website at cgiburlington.org. Good afternoon to everyone. Um, thank you very much for this opportunity to visit with you and to also share uh, as my brother has already introduced uh, this message that I shared with my brothers and sisters in Toronto some weeks ago. We all share one thing in common, um, even as we are children and adults here, there's one thing that we all have in common. And that is, we've all been children. And some of us are still children. As children, we were totally dependent. We depended on parents and other caregivers for everything that we needed in this fragile life. We cried for food even when it was already prepared and ready for us. It's all because we could not do it for ourselves. It did not take long for us to start asserting ourselves. For example, I want to do it myself. And I heard it this morning and I could have quoted somebody. Don't help me. With these expressions, we begin walking on another road in which we start doing things for ourselves. Until we reach a point where we do not need anybody's help to meet our basic needs. Becoming fully independent, we eventually move out of home, we start a working life, and we raise families, and there are many other things. Unfortunately, it doesn't take long for us to realize that we can do it all by ourselves. But then it's too late to find somebody you can totally depend on. Because you've already moved out of home. You're no longer a child. You have to grow up. So we reach to other independent people to help and so we enter another phase of a life of interdependence. So independent people depending on each other. We buy cooked food, we can cook. We buy childcare services, we start buying cleaning services and many other things. So you've seen a life of being a child, being so dependent on parents and caregivers, and where we start walking into independence to the point where we are fully independent and we move out and we live our own lives and we do what we want to do. And then at a point when we realize that we also need other people to enrich our lives because we can't do everything by ourselves. These three stages, dependence, independence, and interdependence, in essence, 
are the core of a book that Stephen Covey wrote, which he titled The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey tried to show that we move in these three paradigms. So the first paradigm that we looked at being dependent. And that's the paradigm when we are born and we depend on others to take care of us. And then he tried to show that then we would move away from that because we're no longer going to stay there. And then we become independent, which is a paradigm under which we make our own decisions and take care of ourselves. And then he showed that that is not really being effective because you need to move to another paradigm where you can really become an effective person. And that you move to the interdependence paradigm, which is where you cooperate to achieve something that you cannot achieve independently. So these are things that he wrote about. And I've taken some quotes from Stephen Covey just to show the mindset from which he came from in his own words. For example, dependent people need others to get what they want. Independent people can get what they want through their own effort. Interdependent people combine their efforts with efforts of others to achieve their greatest success. This is Stephen Covey. And he says, interdependence is a choice. And it's a choice only independent people can make. So, what can we learn from these concepts in the light of scriptures? That's the goal of this message. And we strongly want to put forward that our Christian calling is a call of interdependence, fully complemented by a life of dependence and independence. The more we appreciate our call to interdependence lifestyle, the easier it would be for us to be effective in the mission of the church. So let's look at these couple of scriptures. We can open to 1 Corinthians 12. And we'll be reading from uh, verse 12. So we have Paul using the analogy of the body to explain what we do here as a body of Christ. So I pick from verse 12. For us the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body, being many, are one body. 
so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing? Where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would be the body? Sorry, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And I will skip to verse 25. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if, sorry, I, I will rather uh, skip to 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. If we'll continue with um, Ephesians 4, and we can take just verse 16. Um, we know the context where that's coming from. We'll take Ephesians 4, verse 16. So this is where Paul talks about God having given gifts of the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, and pastors, and evangelists working together to bring the body to completion. And in verse 16, Paul says, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth in the body for the edifying of itself in love. I'm going to be asking Rachel to come up and read something that I read on Thursday from our Daily Bread devotional and that's the Thursday's edition and instead of running the commentary on these scriptures this um, this the, the devotion for Thursday captured so well and when I read it I said well I thank God for this um, um, today's the reading and, and it fits so well in, in what we're talking about today and I, I want somebody with a, a better reading skills than I have 
Most regions of the world are familiar with the amazing phenomenon of snow. Snowflakes are beautiful, uniquely crafted ice crystals. Individual snowflakes are fragile, and they quickly melt if they land on your hand. Yet, en masse, they create a force to be reckoned with. They can shut down major cities while creating beautiful landscapes of snow-laden trees whose pictures decorate calendars and become the subject of artwork. They provide pleasure on the ski slopes and joy for the children as they make snowmen and ammunition for snowball fights, all because they stick together. So it is with those of us who follow Christ. Each of us has been uniquely gifted with the capacity to make a contribution to the work of Christ. We were never intended to live in isolation, but to work together to become a great force for God and the advance of his cause. As Paul reminds us, the body of Christ is not one member, but many. All of us are to use our gifts to serve one another so that together we can make a significant difference in our world. Thank you very much, uh, Ryan. Uh, there's a, a little bit here. Put your giftedness to work. Joyfully cooperate with the giftedness of those around you. And let the wind of the Spirit use you for His glory. And at the end, they share a little prayer. And let me read a prayer to you. It says, Lord, teach us to use our strengths in cooperation with the strengths of others. Help us to serve as one so that we might know the joy of the power of, your, of our togetherness for your name's sake and the advance of your kingdom. We can accomplish more together than we can alone. So, it's so powerful. And so I'm not going to go into the scripture again. This is exactly, and the, the scripture they use is 1 Corinthians 12. 12 onwards. And so um, I thank God for the opportunity that I uh, chance on this reading on Thursday. So brothers and sisters, our calling in Christ and our participation in the work of the church is a call to interdependence, as clearly shown by Paul and exemplified in this reading. Each of us is given gifts for the edification of the other members of the body. There is no one who can achieve the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ being alone or being independent. We notice that interdependence is indispensable. But we also need to have a heavy dependence on God. And a strong independence. In our case, in our Christian case, we simultaneously act in dependence. So we are independent on God. And at the same time, we act independent and interdependent. So there's a little bit of a little bit of contrary to what Stephen teaches because you have to grow from dependence. We don't grow from dependence. We will forever be dependent on God. 
And we would forever be independent. Because when we read a scripture, He's given gifts individually. So what God has given you individually, you are responsible for it. So it's not, I can play what God has given you. I can do the gift that God has given you. But you are totally responsible for that gift. But you need to bring it to the table and let it impact me. And then I also impact you with what God has given me. So at the same time, we are going to be dependent, independent, and interdependent. This is counterculture. So we have to embrace it. In, in a sense that our culture emphasizes for us that we need to be independent. And actually, that's where Stephen wanted to move us from and say, well, it's good to be independent, but if you want to be the best, you have to be interdependent. So it's still in the realm of independence because it's independent people being interdependent. So it's just still in the independent zone. But we realize that dependence is so crucial. It's so vital for our independence. And our independence is so necessary for our interdependence. Because if I take my giftedness serious and I apply myself and I delve myself into the scriptures and understand what God has given me as a gift, I can bring an excellent gift to the body of Christ and let it impact my brothers and sisters. If I'm going to be very dependent, pray for myself, pray for others, understanding what God has designed for me, staying in the vine. Because if I move out from the vine, I lose my sustenance, and what is it good for you if I'm nothing? So I always have to stay in the vine, work on my dependence, and so I can be independent to be able to impact you and everybody around me. So these concepts are so interrelated in our work. We come to the, the climate with our interdependent relationship in the work that God has given us. But we need to acknowledge that we have to be the other two concepts of dependence and independence at the same time. Let's get some concluding thoughts here. In the body of Christ, who are you? What are you? How do you impact others around you? And how do you understand how others impact you? How and where do you fit in the building of the body of Christ? 
There's something that Stephen Covey said, which I want to use at the end here. He said, life is by nature highly interdependent. To try to achieve maximum effectiveness through independence is like trying to play tennis with a golf club. And what I want to superimpose on his quote is that in the body of Christ, our work is by nature highly interdependent. So, you can continue with what he said. Certainly, independence is vital. Dependence is essential. However, in the church, we live an interdependent reality. Our most important work in the church requires working and collaborating with other people in a high-trust, synergistic way. Having an interdependent mindset, we need to put our gifts at each other's disposal. Unlike anything most of us have ever seen in our lifetime. That is essential. And just a couple of comments to the young people. need each other and you need to work together and the greatest example that you can find in your own in the, in the midst of what you're doing here is what you do over there playing together the musical instrument, the pieces that you bring together in a harmony and if you added yours to this look at how beautiful it is that's how God's church is you have different skills and talents you bring it together in a harmony and it promotes a good cause may God be with you this has been a podcast from the Burlington Congregation of the Church of God International. We hope you are blessed by it. To find out more about CGI Burlington, visit our website at cgiburlington.org.